0: Welcome back to episode two, everybody. This one is about travel shaming. So I'm Kristen. I've got Crystal with me here virtually. Hey guys, and yeah, we are we're diving head in. So, and I don't know what what we're gonna call everybody over here because on our with our other company, Destinations, we have our community called Travel Tribe. I feel like
1: that's something we'll take to Instagram and we'll do a poll up there, maybe like travel sippers
0: or oh fun. Ooh, okay. Like,
1: yeah. So we'll think of a couple good ideas. But if anyone does have a good idea, send us an email, send us a DM, send us something. We'd love
0: to hear your ideas. Yeah, do it. I'm I'm gonna put in the description our email, but it is VIP at com. So you're welcome to email us with suggestions, ideas, feedback. Let's keep the conversation flowing um, and in true form today. I am sipping on good old coffee just to get me through. This is the first Monday of the year. Happy (laughs) New Year. Yay! Happy New Year. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, Chris, let's get into it. So let's talk about travel travel shaming. Yeah. Um,
1: So I feel like this pandemic as a whole, is not just has not just brought about travel shaming, but like there's so many elements of shaming going on. Like, have you ever not been wearing your mask and someone comes up to you and is like, "Wear your mask." There's the tra- there's the mask shaming, and then there's the social distance sh- shaming. God forbid you take one extra step near someone, then it's like, "Get away from me. You're way too close." And now, of course, the biggest one is that we do have travel
0: shaming. It's it's interesting, right? Because I feel like you you can't do anything, well, and particularly as it relates to social media, right? So so let's let's start there. The the travel shaming or the idea of travel shaming is really stemming from social media and people posting... Perhaps it is of their trip or of them visiting family and friends that is not in their direct, obviously, home community. And that is eliciting this response of from people who obviously don't know them, but feel like they are doing a severe disservice to humanity, you know, by by traveling outside of their bubble. So first of all, let me get, I mean, how do you feel about it? And obviously I know. I am not going to be a travel
1: shamer, mainly because I'm one of the people that, is being shamed. I have traveled through the pandemic not by no means is it my usual travel schedule. I mean in 2019 I did over 35 plane trips. This year I haven't even come well sorry last year now 2020 I haven't even come close to it. But there was times that I felt like I needed to get away for my own sanity. And for me I have a love of travel. So what best to do? And I'm also a person that doesn't have family where I live. So I need to travel to go and see them. And this is where my big debate of what essential travel is right now. And I, I briefly spoke about it on the last podcast, but it's something I feel passionately about.
0: Agreed. And and I feel the same way. And I think that, you know, and what was good to see is that there have been a lot of articles that have come out, not only on our trade publication website, such as Travel Pulse or, or Travel Weekly, but from other, you know, prominent publications, USA Today, you've got New York Times, even Forbes, you know, all saying, you know, basically, yes, people are traveling, and if they're taking the proper precautions and following protocols, um, you know, what, it, where is this stemming from? And and I think the one article that I actually found to be the best was, well, the funniest um, was New York Times saying, yes, people are traveling for the holidays. Stop shaming them. Denouncing others might make you feel good about yourself, but it rarely corrects bad behavior. It's so true. It's kind of just like, I'm not on the fence about it. I don't feel like people should be shamed for for traveling. Um, Yes. If they're posting pictures and they are in a crowded area and you know there's no masks being worn and the employees out of the establishment aren't wearing masks and they're intermingling yeah it would raise a red flag for me and I would say okay they're really not um, you know taking this seriously or what have you but if if someone is using their hard-earned money or their hard-earned vacation time from work, to go and either visit family or just take some time to, to mentally recharge and they're doing everything that they're supposed to be doing, you know, in terms of complying with government protocols or whatever, then I don't see see why we should begrudge them, you know, because it's just, and so what I did was I obviously went down into the depths of the cesspool that is Twitter. And I found some (laughs) of my favorite. Oh, let's go. I have some of my favorites ready. Let's go. (laughs) Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. So here's one from Daily Travel Pill. And Daily Travel Pill says, I keep seeing people traveling to foreign countries like we're not struggling through a worldwide pandemic. This year showed me how selfish people are. Good to remember.
1: I mean, I have the exact same one. Do you? <laughs> that was one of my top picks. Like the thing for me about the travel shaming is that I feel like it comes from a place of lack of education and lack of research. Cause I don't think these people who are travel shaming necessarily know what you have to go through to actually travel being the mask wearing for sometimes up to 20 hours, depending on where you're going, the pre-testing before you even get on the plane, the post-testing when you land, the isolation period, sometimes up to 14 days, some is five days, some is three days. There is so much that is going into this. And like you said, Kristen, it's people's hard earned time off. So if you're willing to go and spend your time off in an isolation room or wherever it may be, you're taking mm-hmm. the necessary precautions. It's not all fine and dandy. And it's like this big thing with the hysteria of social media and it's not real life. Okay, someone might post a selfie on the beach, not wearing a mask, but the reality is that they were probably not wearing a mask for the five seconds that it took to pose and take that picture. Do you right. know what I'm trying yeah. to get about there? Is that there's so much that goes into it. And if you traveled or had an understanding, you would know
0: that. And I think that it's, you know, like you said, it's just having the understanding of what the situation truly is. And we all know that most of the pictures of the pretty pictures on social media, a lot of them are posed, a lot of them are staged. And so it's really, you know, understanding that maybe that's that person's outlet to post the picture of themselves on the beach to say, you know, thank God I've, you know, I'm just having some time to myself. And, and I, and I think that people have to it it's just people have to be so careful today on social media, what they post, what they say, every word, which is which is very unfortunate because I think that this also stems down from just a bit of jealousy. I mean, I, I you know some of the things that I was reading there there were people saying that, you know, how are you traveling and being selfish when I haven't seen my family? I've had family members that have died, you know, people are out of jobs. And you know it's kind of like you're you're not comparing apples to apples here, right? Like I yeah. have not been able to see my family for the holidays. I had family member that passed away from COVID. I have been dealing with every, everything that that you have been essentially, right? Like this person. So, but I still wouldn't look at someone who was able to see their family or maybe has not lost somebody due to COVID. I, I don't have any ill will towards them. I mean. Yeah good for you if you've been able to be with your family. And I mean, it just, it, it, I don't know. I, I think it's, it's a misconstrued. Here's another one of my favorites. At Comrade Core, I don't care I'm loudly <laughs> shaming anyone I know who attends large gatherings or engages in non-essential travels during this time. If a good public shaming is able to prevent the transmission of even one COVID case, it was well worth it, and I will do it again. I mean, okay, Comrade Core, we hear you. If uh, I mean, this uh, was retweeted four times, so it, it, it didn't really go that far. Let's just put it that way, but people thinking or assuming that them posting this will truly stop someone dead in their tracks. That is my point as well. I'm like, do these people really think they're
1: that significant? Because if I'm posting a selfie on the beach and you travel shame me, I'll probably double tap and like that comment. Thank you. You're increasing my engagement. I appreciate you. Thank you. Like It's just another comment. Okay. Like You are entitled to your opinions just the same way I am.
0: Yeah. And I think, you you know, (laughs) oh my God, but it's so crazy because so the travel pulse article that I pulled up, which is one of our travel trade publications that we follow just to see what's trending in travel. They had a really good article as well on just why is vacation shaming even a thing during the pandemic? They're literally saying to people, you know, you just need to stop because it's gotten to the point where it's people feel that they are entitled to comment on your life and what you're doing, and um, you know, in a very negative way? And then when does it stop, right? And so at the end of the article, is really great because they said, you know, what about other precautions, like people who maybe go out to the grocery store or they have home delivery of groceries or food? Should they be shamed because they're having someone drive their food to their home and drop it off? And are they putting that person at risk by having to do that? I mean, when does it, when does it stop people are not literally supposed to live a life at all and stay at home and become you know some depressed hermit yeah now i think that we are we have to realize that travel in its essence is something that for a lot of people is is necessary for their mental health it's what brings a lot of families closer together by traveling together and you're not just essentially maybe traveling to lay on a beach and, and sip a drink. Maybe you're traveling yeah. because you want to spend time with your family and you are doing everything you're supposed to be doing, getting tested, wearing a mask, you know, quarantining when you're supposed to. We should be a little bit more compassionate towards people's decisions and how they choose to live their life.
1: I agree. And that brings me to another good tweet that I found. It's at dumps and do. It's a good discussion point. So give me your opinions on this. He says, okay. seriously, What's the difference between riding on a subway or hopping on a ferry to Vancouver Island or flying on a plane to Hawaii? So at what level does this travel shaming start? Is it only when we get on a plane or are we being travel shamed for going on planes? Are we being travel shamed for going on the subway? Okay, now give me your opinions on that.
0: I don't think it has anything to do with getting on a plane. I think it has to do with people seeing, and this is where I, this is again just my opinion is a deep-seated begrudging of others' life choices or successes. I mean, look, Kim Kardashian got thrown through the mud. And I'm not saying that I'm, I'm a defender of her. I'm just saying that when she said that she took her close friends and family away to a private place, everyone got tested. They actually created a meme about it. And actual companies, verified companies on Twitter, were taking her comment and reposting it into their own meme and it wasn't about the plane it was so much about oh my gosh you know it must be nice to travel while i've lost my job and i've lost family members and someone that you could have been in contact with at any point um, they could have taken it home to their family you know how selfish are you so i i don't think i truly don't think it has anything to do with public transportation <laughs> i think it has to do with the fact that others are looking at this as oh you know good for you that you have the means to to do this while we're all suffering kind of a thing. So it's again, begrudging someone of their choice for their life. If you've worked hard, if this is your hard-earned money or your hard-earned time off for work that you've done and you choose to use it that way, why shouldn't you be able to? And why should someone hate you for that? I don't know. That's That's how I feel about that. Well, I think what a lot of you? people do, you, do, you...
1: do actually hate on people for this. Just looking at another one here that I have, and it says someone literally tweeted, "Don't mind me. I'm just here unfriending anyone on Facebook who's posting travel pictures."
0: <laughs> okay, <laughs> like, but, but that here's the thing. That to me, that has a very jealous undertone. That is. You know, like,
1: okay, at Jackie Bouvier. Like,
0: <laughs> do you have any friends left on Facebook? <laughs> it's, it's almost like a, an anger towards these people. And I think that they're taking it personally. It's all social media. Because where else are these people going to shame you? They would never do it to your face. And I, I already have my opinion on this. Do you feel like this is, in its most basic form, cyberbullying?
1: I think... I mean, honestly, to the extent that some of it has gone to, I do. But I also feel like at this point in our culture and what we've created through social media and all these online platforms is that cyberbullying is far more normal. People literally put themselves out there expecting and knowing full well that they are going to be tormented, pulled apart. And I mean, not just on based on the acts that they're doing, but you know, now it's body shaming and all of this that comes into play like why are we so readily
0: accepting of this it's it's honestly crazy to me oh yeah and when you say that too why are we so accepting I mean I've seen people on here saying that they maybe went away but didn't post anything or did not share anything for fear of being condemned absolutely Uh, absolutely you know and that to me is 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 sad because I mean look we're not talking about posting a slew of IG stories of partying up in some club. I mean, we're talking about perhaps a family who's traveled and they're taking uh, maybe a picture of themselves out to dinner one night. You know, maybe they don't want to share that on Facebook with family and friends because they don't want to read the comment section. That obviously we could go into a whole nother discussion on you know, commenting and likes and dislikes and, and, and all of that stuff. But it does give people the power that don't know you, or maybe even that know you and don't agree with something that you've posted that they can so readily just attack you for it. I mean, look, I, I, I feel like as long as the destination's doors are open to you and they have set protocols in place and you are complicit with every single thing and you are being very careful There's no reason why we should be shamed. It's not like you're sneaking into a destination, jumping over the border walls to grab a tropical cocktail on the beach. I mean, this is like a destination that probably needs the tourism, number one. You know, the staff at many of these hotels in these destinations, I mean, we can get into this, you know, even deeper, need that income, need that job to to feed their families. And so they welcome the tourists because that's the money, that's the revenue. And if a destination is saying, we're still open for a business, we're still welcoming you, you have to do, you know, A to R yeah. in order to get there. And you're willing to do it and you're still willing to spend your money, then who cares? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that's also such a great t-
1: point that you've brought up is that so many of these destinations rely on tourism to drive their economy. And it really is saving people's livelihood. Like when an isle- a small island or any type of destination closes its borders to people or people just don't come, a lot of the time the local population either doesn't have the economic stability or they just don't have the amount of people needed to drive these small businesses. And that's where
0: tourism is so imperative. I think it's a lot of misinformation and people just are not, if you dig down really deep into what tourism and travel really means, but it it goes far beyond just, you know, going on kayak and getting a cheap plane ticket and trying to get out from, you know, from wherever you are. Um, I mean, I think, you know, look, you can disagree with someone who's traveling right now. Totally. Okay. You know, it's understandable, but to publicly judge them in a forum where you're either hoping to feel better about yourself or you're hoping for a retweet or something that just takes it to the point. I don't know. I heard so much going from last year and it's going to stem into this year of people saying that we just need to be kinder towards each other. I mean, we have all been dealing with, loss and displacement in some form of another and I think the last thing that we need collectively as humans um, you know that everything you do is under a microscope and that you're you're gonna be virtually your you know your wrist is going to be slapped because of it you, I you know what I, mean? I mean are we gonna sh- are we gonna shame kids because they want to go to school or parents because they they're okay with their kids going to school you know it just it, it again like where does it stop and I think that for us you know in our industry, like I said, travel is, it's essential. And and I think essential, you can break that word apart too. I, I think that traveling to see your family when you've been alone, because you, you feel like you're mentally, I mean, going to break that's essential mm-hmm.
1: to me. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think there's also a flip side to it that some people are actually really supportive of travel. Mm-hmm. Um, I mm-hmm. saw an article, I believe this one was from the New York times and It was a guy who's quite big on social media and he has been to nearly every country in the world. And he literally just said, I'm past the point of caring in my life. And he's like, it's the best thing I could have done for my mental health. And he's obviously like me stopped traveling for the, Majority of what was 2020. But he took one trip to Mexico, where I believe his family was from, and he said it was the best thing he could have done for his mental health. And he said that he was actually getting really gracious and kind comments about it. Quote from him he says, Everyone was happy to see me traveling again. It kind of gave them hope, which was such a big thing for us last year as well, sort of debating the fam trips and whether we should be actively promoting travel. And because I know we were fearful about what people would say if we went into too much of a hard sell too fast and you know we feared being inconsiderate Mm -hmm. but at the same time it was we are in the travel industry and that's why I was so excited to host that fam that we did to Wyoming because I was like I feel like this is motivational for people it gives people the light at the end of the tunnel like you can still you know travel albeit that was just domestic but you know that's huge for us right now Mm -hmm. and just little things like that so there is the real upside to it and people who want to see that So then they are more convinced of themselves that like, I can do that. Like, let's go do a little
0: thing, even if it's just a road trip. Like, you know, we've got to start somewhere. So our job, maybe that's something that we need to to, to, to focus on in our industry is properly educating everyone that you can travel now and it can be very safe. And there are places that you can go if you're especially maybe feeling blue or you've not been with family that you can do so in a safe environment and not be putting people at risk the way that others believe that you are. Um, Because I had actually thought when we first started talking about doing this episode, I actually thought that the travel shaming thing was going to dissipate because as we moved into the new year with the news of the vaccine, that more people would be inspired to start planning. But I mean, from the research that I was seeing, I mean, it's been it's right into the new year that people are are making these comments. And and I think it's our job. And I think if that's one takeaway from this discussion Is it is our job to properly educate those who maybe aren't in the industry and don't know the intricacies of it that we can say, you know, especially like you now that you have been working from, you know, a destination where your family is, but that's not what you would necessarily call your, your residence right now or your bubble that you were in. You know, what does that look like? And what I know everything that you've been through to get there and continue to do in order to you know, make sure that you're safe and your loved ones are safe, but they don't know that. So if there are listeners to our podcast that are in the industry, it's a good takeaway for, for us to, to kind of, you know what, say, let's, let's do the best job that we possibly can do on educating the general public on what it means to travel now and how safe it truly can be.